0: Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the Astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the Astrology for January 15th through 21st, 2021. You may be thinking, it's not Monday. I know, because I had these grand plans to to, do the show live yesterday, and probably around the time that I should have been sitting down talking to you, I was somewhere over Ohio at 30,000 feet because... I was flying back from from Denver, and um, my flight was pretty much delayed about like six, seven hours. There was mechanical issues. There was uh, I woke up to minus thirteen degrees Fahrenheit on on Monday morning, and um, and snow. Uh, I know that for those that are in the United States, uh, it's pretty cold outside. I realize this is an international audience, so we are uh, all different type, types of temperatures and climates. But um, yeah, so it was like, well, better late than never. So this is our snow day. Um, so that's where I was yesterday. But I, you know, I didn't want to miss the chance to talk about Pluto in Aquarius, Aquarius season, the end of Capricorn season. We are at the midpoint of the eclipses. So here we are. I'm in the Tuesday Club today. That's my, you know, sort of the, the people that typically watch this on Tuesdays. Uh, maybe some of you are actually going to start watching this on Wednesday. Um, but uh, you're like, Katie, uh, where were you? I know I, <laughs> that the universe was working against me. But to be fair, I'm very lucky that I was actually able to get on a flight, even though it took seven hours or six hours for that flight to happen. Um, I woke up at 4 a.m. Mountain. A Monday yeah, 4 a.m. Mountain on Monday morning, and I was at the airport by 515 uh, The flight was supposed to leave at 745 and it didn't get in the air until um, 45 Mountain. So yeah, didn't quite work out last Last night, but here we are uh, Again, it's Tuesday. So let's uh, let's just t- dive into the major points about this week And why I definitely wanted to make sure that I got a video in this week. So It is number one, it is the end of Capricorn season this week, so the baton gets passed off to Aquarius on the 20th. We are also at the midpoint of eclipses. So what was happening for you last week? Did you see any major changes or milestones? Maybe you're scratching your head and you're like, everything was fine, Katie, great, fantastic. Something happens around that, you know, three month after and three month before time frame. It's uh, almost like a hinge point in time. And even last week, we had the sun square, the lunar nodes. Uh, We had the Capricorn new moon on January 12th. And that new moon brings us three months after the eclipse of October 14th, 2023, three months before the eclipse of April 8th, 2024. In fact, today as I do this video, the moon is in Aries. So I'm starting to tell you all, pay attention what is happening today, what is happening tomorrow while the moon is in Aries, especially as we come to the first quarter moon because it can give us a sneak peek of the eclipse to come in April, April 8th, because it will be at 19 degrees of Aries. So we have the midpoint of the eclipses, and then we also have the last, one of the last weeks, we will have uh, Pluto in Aquarius, not Aquarius, Capricorn. We may have talked about this last week, a little bit of an introduction, and for those that have been following me a little bit longer, you know that Pluto has been in Capricorn Since 2008, yes, 2008. If I am to like sort of put astrology into a metaphor, it's just like looking at the clock. It's a lot of things, but one of the most simplest ways in which we can look at astrology is that it's just looking at the the clock. Each hand on the clock is a planet. You know, the sun, which every year the sun comes back to where it was when we were born, it's called our birthday so the sun clock the sun hand is something that we're all very familiar with the pluto hand however is a very different hand on the clock than the sun the sun is the self it's the ego it's talks about the things that light us up and give us passion that give us joy this you know it's a very personal hand on the clock of course we all have a different relationship with the sun but pluto takes 246 years 48, account. I'm like in the moment, I'm blanking if it's 46, 48, we'll just say 250, to go around the sun. And that is a huge amount of time. You and I will, of course, not live two centuries, but over the last 15, 16 years at this point, the Pluto hand on the clock has been pointing towards Capricorn. Pluto is not your average planet. It's what's called an evolutionary planet. Its job is to get us to grow and evolve by any means possible. Sounds a little bit different than the sun, you, Mercury, your voice, Venus, what you love, what you value, how you relate to one another, Mars, what inspires you and motivates you, what gets you out of bed in the morning, what sometimes gets you angry. These are personal planets. Jupiter, Saturn, they talk about the broader strokes of your life. Uh, Jupiter is how you see the world, what opens up your eyes, what makes you learn and discover Saturn, the sort of the concrete, you know, structures and the lessons of life and how time as a larger framework unfolds in your life. Now, these are, again, really dealing with something in level that's personal, even though Jupiter and Saturn are not personal planets. Uranus evolutionary planet, awakenings, transformations, um, uh, breaking out of the past, uh, Neptune, transcendence, compassion, really uh, doing a deeper spiritual work, Pluto, a deep work of the soul. Maybe you don't believe in that. and That's fine. You know, we all sort of meet Pluto in different places. The way that I see Pluto is that it instigates a deeper work of the soul that of course manifests on this level, human level, real life level. So Pluto over the last 16 years and Capricorn it has been a deep work within that sign. And even if you're saying, Katie, I'm not a Capricorn, Capricorn is some part of your chart and it may be a major part or even a structural point in your chart especially my uh, what are called cardinal signs, my Aries, my Capricorns, my Libras, my, um, my Cancers, for example. And maybe the last 16 years has been monumental in some way. Collectively, we've been doing a work on Capricorn over the last 16 years. Structures, organizations, uh, governance, power, uh, these sort of big macro points matter in the material world. That's Capricorn. Capricorn's assigned the physical, the matter, the material. But Aquarius, a little bit different, although ruled by Saturn, it talks about systems and networks. We still got a little bit of a taste of this past few years where we saw a big shift in systems and networks. It's also about sort of these bigger ideas that run our lives. It's sort of a collective, it's humanitarian issues, social causes. Aquarius also helps us to look into something very abstract it's also about our, our real world. Even if we can't touch it, Aquarius isn't really a tangible sign. You can't touch a social issue. We can't touch a, a larger framework a societal framework, but nevertheless, Pluto is moving into Aquarius. So every time Pluto changes signs, in our lifetime, Pluto reached the fastest point in which it goes through a, a zodiac sign. My joke about Pluto is that it's, you know, Pluto moving the, the shortest amount of time in Scorpio is proof of benevolent creator. Um, but I'm saying, but Pluto that said Pluto was in Scorpio from 1983, 84 to 1995. That's the fastest amount of time that Pluto spends in a sign. Pluto spends the longest amount of time in Taurus. That will be 30 years. Don't worry, you will not be alive. Um, we got, got some time. On that, but uh, it's a it's a big work wherever Pluto is, and so when we look back at 2023 and 2024, because we did get a taste of Pluto in Aquarius from March to June of 2023, that was just our first glimpse. But we will, in theory, when we start to look back, we will see that we are in between something right now. We are letting go of an old era. We are preparing for a new era pluto will be in aquarius for 20 years i know 20 years that's a long time and that's so long that it's really hard for us to wrap our heads around it and even if we look back at history and i've said this before and i'll say it again i don't think history is really a good uh, measuring stick so to speak because you know the last time pluto was in aquarius was the 1780s and 90s and that's such a a profoundly different time in human history. It's it's pre-technology, it's, it's, we are not even, um, you know, as as cynical as sometimes we can be about the state of the world, we are not the people we were collectively 250 years ago. Of course we have room to improve, but there is something that's gonna be, going to begin to shift on a collective level over the coming years. And Pluto being Pluto, and this is where it's like we see Uranus as awakenings, we see Neptune as transcendence and spiritual work, we see Pluto as sort of the need to look at ourselves, personally, individually, and collectively. It's not easy to look into the mirror with Pluto, but it's a necessary work. And as the sort of the Pluto hand moves on the great cosmic clock, it's now pointing towards a new sign where now we need to look at ourselves. So Aquarius, much like Capricorn, may be a major part of your astrology, even if you have no planets there. It could be a structural point, symbolically speaking, in your life. When we go through each of the 12 zodiac signs, we will see, okay, well, where's Aquarius for you? Again, even if you're like Katie, I'm Aquarius. I don't know why this is relevant for me. So some, you know, maybe this is a little foundational, but part of my work as an astrologer is to broaden your understanding of astrology beyond just the sun sign. That's just one point, one hand on the great clock, one hand in your own personal astrology clock. And even if you look at your own astrology, you have a Mercury sign, you have a Venus, you have a Saturn, you have a Pluto sign. For example, and it's very possible that a lot of you all listening, you were born in the 1970s and beginning 1980s, and you have Pluto in Libra, or you're born before that, you're Pluto in Virgo, um, beginning of the 1960s all the way to uh, early 1970s. Uh, maybe some of you are even Pluto in Leo, so that was late 40s into the 1950s, for example. Some of you are younger, and maybe you have Pluto in um, Scorpio. So this would be 83, 84 to 95, and then from 95 to 2008, Pluto is in Sagittarius. So these are big chunks of time, and um, we really start to see shifts and changes when we see Pluto change signs. Did a whole webinar on this last year. I think the link is in. The show notes but we got pluto and aquarius this week we have the sun going into aquarius as well on the 20th and this is the first time in 200 years when we've had the sun and aquarius alongside pluto and we will have a sun pluto conjunction this week so it kind of went a little you know a little bit into my introduction um but yeah this is why we're doing this little snow date um makeup date thank you for letting me do this a little bit late, but yeah, Monday was, um, Monday went off the rails a little bit. There was a lot of things I didn't get a chance to do because I was waiting for a plane for seven hours. So anyway, um, and again, for those that don't know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York city area. And every week we typically gather live on Monday, 6 PM Eastern. Um, but not yesterday. So here we are. Better late than never, you know. Funnily enough, apart from I know it feels like it's been Mercury retrograde. I feel like I like I woke. I feel like I woke up in retrograde. Maybe it's a little bit of um some jet lag. You know, two hours time difference, but enough time difference where your your brain is like, where where am I? Who am I? Um, give me more coffee, for example. But uh, yeah, here you better late than than never. Um. So yeah, let's uh, let's look at the astrology of this week. Looking at um, you know, January fifteenth through twenty first, twenty twenty four. So, funnily enough, um, we don't have a lot of major aspects this week. It seems like Pluto's the real headliner. That said, you know, as we start the week, the moon was in Pisces yesterday. Now it's in Aries. And, and I said this in the introduction to start paying attention when the moon is either in Aries or Libra Because sometimes we can see an eclipse before an eclipse And I think um, and I and I think I know I wrote about this in my Instagram update today um, to see how today's Aries uh, moon um, whether through conversations, whether through ideas, whether thematically It may give you a little bit of an introduction to the Aries full moon solar eclipse to come on April 8th. Tomorrow, uh, the 17th of January, is the first quarter moon. And this is the first quarter moon after a pretty powerful Capricorn uh, new moon back on January 12th. So this might be kind of an interesting midweek again midpoint of the eclipses we, we can see things coming in and out of our lives or sort of major personal milestones not always of course we get later this week and we get to the 19th and we have mercury mercury is in capricorn at the moment it just went into capricorn actually a couple days ago i think that was saturday and when Mercury is in Capricorn, we're typically very sharp, although I didn't feel like Mercury is very sharp yesterday with, with travel. But when Mercury is in Capricorn, we need to honor our commitments. We need to take things seriously. We need to be the boss of how we are speaking, how we are thinking, and how we are communicating. It does make a trine to Jupiter, and this will be on the 19th and we may need to express our faith really you know say what we believe in stand up for our convictions Mercury and Jupiter um, they are very curious sign or curious planets they want to see the world they want to open up our eyes to new horizons although there are they are very practical earth signs at the moment so maybe we need to sort of look at our material lives in a more expanded and broader way also on the 19th we have venus which is still in sagittarius although for not much longer it's squaring neptune i think next week it goes into um, capricorn venus square neptune can be very magnetic and alluring it's great for beauty it's um you know it kind of gives a sense of of presentation about it um sometimes we see you see uh, what are called hard aspects to outer planets or hard aspect to neptune can create some confusion. But I think with Venus, um, you know, Neptune being sort of this planet that can open us up to a higher level of seeing things. What's Venus? Venus is on one hand, a matter material planet, it rules Taurus, it's about physical resources, value and worth, money and income, stability and security. Maybe we need to shift how we think about these things in our life. It's also a planet that rules Libra. It's about relationships and connections. And so maybe the square, although it's a square, it needs kind of gives us an opportunity to work past a friction point, to create some negotiation, to find some compassion, and maybe even a kind way of looking at things. the big headline this week i've already talked about it is pluto pluto's arrival in aquarius on january 20th last time pluto was in aquarius apart from last year from march 23rd until june 10th was the 1780s and 90s yes you heard that correctly So Pluto changing signs, as you can imagine, uh, doesn't happen very often. So it's really one of the marquee events for 2024 And Pluto's arrival in Aquarius, it will go back into Capricorn um, on September 1st and it goes back into Aquarius on November 19th of 2024. But this is sort of this very interesting parade of outer planets changing in the 2023 2025 6 timeframe. We have Pluto in Aquarius November of 2024. We have um saturn going into aries neptune into aries on march of 2025 saturn into aries may of 2025 uranus and gemini july of 2025 so it's like the we've got major hands on the clock starting to change signs but that's a bigger conversation actually i talked about that a little bit i gave a sneak peek of 2025 in my astrology of 2024 Webinar which you can still get all three hours of it. I mean, you don't have to watch it all in one sitting And part of it is the breakdown of the sign-by-sign look. That's why it's that's why three, why it's three hours, but um, Anyway, so Pluto changing signs Initiates a new shift in your life It may not be obvious at first, but for some of you maybe it is maybe you feel like You are on the edge of something, especially if you are an Aquarius or Aquarius rising. That said, Pluto right now is sitting at the end of Capricorn. The 29 degrees of any sign, which is the last degree of a sign. Pluto's at 29, uh, Capricorn right now. It's a heavy space. It's It's a degree that I like to call the what did I learn degree. Pluto is like, what have you learned? What have you learned over the last 16 years? What have you learned about money, resource, power, construction? Where do you see a need to deconstruct something or to take something to the next level with Pluto at the end of Capricorn? It is the closing out of something. And I think that it's important that we really sit with, you know, Pluto at the end of Capricorn because it's giving us some feedback, it's giving us some information. Maybe you've seen yourself really grow and mature in the last 16 years of course anybody would grow and mature over the last 16 years but um, for some of us maybe you've made a real transformation in a certain area of your life or maybe in all areas of your life and then as after pluto goes into aquarius the sun goes into aquarius so as i said in the introduction this is the first time that that the sun will be in aquarius with pluto probably since 1797 or something um or 1799 i forget the date that pluto left aquarius but um when the sun is in aquarius it makes the conjunction with pluto so it may mean it may be an intense weekend it may mean it's a weekend that's giving us a thematic clue about what is the broader work that we are doing the broader work of transformation the broader soul work that we are doing over the next 20 years i know it's a a big amount of time don't worry about it but it's to really sit and listen because we are at the start of something and and it may mean that we have to get a little bit into pluto's time to aquarius to be able to have some uh, distance to make a little bit more personal sense of it but that is, um, those are your big aspects. That's it for this week. Um, the moon is pretty much going from uh, Aries through Taurus and into Gemini by the weekend. So we're really focusing on the earlier parts of the zodiac. It's, you know, Aquarius and even Capricorn, these are two of the last signs of the zodiac. Not the last, but two of the last signs of the zodiac. So they talk about the broader strokes of life but we have the moon in a place that really is about the personal about the individual so maybe it's really focusing a lot of this energy on like well, how are you going to live it what are you going to do with it how are you going to build with it what do you what do you, what do you value of it for example so that is your look at the astrology for the week of january 15th through 21st 2024 Let's go through each of the 12 zodiac signs, starting with Aries. Aries. So Mars is your planet. It's still in Capricorn, although it will take you through Capricorn um, until February uh, 13th. Capricorn for you represents the top of your astrology. It is the highest reaches of the the sky. It's like looking at the clock and seeing one of you, like you, or your your energy pointed towards the top. Top is like career. It's your public life. It's it's the title after your name. It's your duties and responsibilities. So it is a very Capricorn time for you. You can't cut corners. You're the boss. You're the one that has to be accountable. You're the one that has to answer for things. Similarly, you're the one that's sort of you know, saying to people, you have to do this, don't do this. It is a time, especially as you go into February, to really use this energy in your professional life. If you have ambitions and goals, use it to push those ambitions and goals forward. That will begin to shift on February 13th when Mars goes into Aquarius and then promptly joins Pluto. So good segue to talk about Pluto and Aquarius. First, however, we have to talk about Pluto and Capricorn. And every Aries and Aries rising will have lived this time differently. Because I think ultimately, even though there are broader... Um, collective experiences with Pluto are ultimately our Pluto experience is very relational to our own not just our own astrology this is a little bit of a spiritual point it's relational to our own karma and our the own our own soul because if Pluto is holding a mirror to us that's something that's uniquely your experience so what has been the experience with Pluto and Capricorn over the last 16 years in your career sign. For some Aries, it has been a complete deconstruction and reconstruction of your professional life. It has been the end of something, making space so that something new can come into your life. For some Aries, it's been a deeper work around power, ambition, uh, your public life, and maybe even the direction that you've been steering your life towards. So Pluto leaves that behind. It's like that part of your life is completely transformed over the last decade plus. Now Pluto is going into Aquarius. Aquarius for you is something called your 11th sign. It's uh, it's your friends, it's your community. It's a place in the chart where we really need to look outside of ourselves. We need to see ourselves not just as individuals, but a part of the collective whole. It's also community. It's a sense of belonging. It's the fabric that connects us all. It's our hopes and our dreams for the future. This is something that we will keep coming back to over the coming months, maybe even the coming years and pluto's time in aquarius says that something will profoundly shift in your relationship with the greater whole it could be something about friends and community it could be something about groups it could be something about belonging um it's really it's very individualistic for you but just to start to listen for what this is and especially as mars goes into aquarius on the 13th of february maybe you will get a little bit of a deeper taste of what this new time for you means Taurus, Taurus. So your planet is Venus and it's wrapping up its time in Aquarius, not Aquarius, geez, wrapping up its time in Sagittarius this week. And that is something called your eighth sign. There is a place in each of our astrologies where we need to do the deeper work. We need to face ourselves. It's about uh, our deeper emotions, our sense of intimacy and vulnerability, trust, opening up, letting go. So it's been a little bit of a psychic excavation over the past couple of weeks. Well, that will start to change next week. But in the meantime, it kind of maybe talks about these deeper emotions that you are feeling. Then Venus will go into Capricorn. Um, Capricorn is a space where Pluto has been over the last 15, 16 years at this point. The ninth Capricorn, Capricorn is your ninth sign. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, that's a little bit vague. Well, the ninth is like what you believe in, what you stand for. And I realize that's not a very concrete, like I I can't tell you what you believe in. Like you know what you believe in. Maybe if you don't know what you believe in. But the ninth is a space that tries to open up our eyes to the world. It talks about uh, education, knowledge, wisdom, but also philosophy. You know, what do you believe in? Like, how do you see the greater whole? Uh, What pulls you out? Like, how do you want to share? I don't think of Sagittarius as a sharing sign or the ninth. Uh, the ninth is typically the domain of Sagittarius. I don't think of the ninth as a place of sharing, but it's where we share the spark. We share what we have discovered. And maybe we even shared the things that we've discovered doing a lot of the deep work over the past 16 years. I say that because we go from the ninth, which is very mission-driven, very philosophical, Educational, it's about travel in the world to the 10th. Pluto is entering your career sign. And this is going to be different for every Taurus, but this is the start of a major shift in your life. And you're thinking, wait a second, Katie, I've I've had Uranus in my sign since 2018, 2019. I know. Pluto going into your career sign is the initiation of a transformation in your public life, your career, your duties and responsibilities, the things that really drive you in the world. It could be a change in your relationship with power. You will have to see. Um, But you got a little bit of a taste of it from March to June of 2023. It's a shift of seasons for you, Taurus. And with Uranus still in Taurus, uh, you may find that 2024 and 5 um, until um, Uranus goes into Gemini, it's it's a, kind of this late in the game push for you to, I say late in the game, because Uranus is almost done with Taurus for you to make some changes in your life. Again, only you know what that means. Um you will get a little bit of that taste of Pluto and Aquarius on on a deeper level when Mars goes into Aquarius on, um, shoot, um, February, February 13th. So see what's going on in February. See what's going on in the sun and Pluto line up this weekend because it is part of a bigger story in your life. Gemini. So Mercury is, is your planet and as of a few days ago or a couple days ago, what is it Tuesday, a few days ago, uh, Mercury is not back in Capricorn. So it is we're starting to wrap up that Mercury retrograde period that really took us through December. And now Mercury is in something called your eighth. It's a good segue to Pluto, which has been in Capricorn your eighth since 2008. The eighth is the space and, and every space, meaning every sign, every sign represents a space. It's different for each of the zodiac signs. The eighth is the space where we need to face ourselves. We need to do the deeper work. From a traditional astrology standpoint, it is assets, it's finance, it's wills and inheritances, it's. Uh, Um, your partner's money, um, it's wealth. So it does have a very financial, uh, from a a traditional standpoint, um, connection. And I think we also have to look at that, but it also has a very deeper psychological connotation to it. Who were you in 2008 versus who you are now? And maybe you're thinking, well, of course, everybody's going to be different. Not always. Pluto going through the eighth has been 16 years of facing yourselves, doing the deeper work, peeling back the layers, getting into your deeper motivations, learning uh, powerful lessons about trust and vulnerability, perhaps even sexuality, too. What have you learned? Maybe uh, Mercury's time in Capricorn is a little bit of a capstone on the past 16 years. Pluto going into Aquarius, it's entering something called your ninth. The ninth is one of these spaces that it doesn't have the concrete nature that some of the other spaces do, because the ninth is where you start to make sense of everything that you've been through. Really figure out what you believe in and what you stand for. Uh, Open up your eyes to the world and opening up your eyes is both literal, meaning you get on a plane and you go to different places in the world or you go back to school or you go to school, you get a higher degree or you read all the books you can get your hands on or it's symbolic, it's metaphoric, it's internal. You are changing the way that you see things. It is a transformation of the beliefs that maybe are social, socially programmed, culturally programmed, religiously programmed to open up to something deeper. Pluto's time in each of the signs is intensely personal. Of course, it's a collective experience, but for you is to start to see what does this mean for you? And to see how maybe this weekend with the sun and Pluto lining up in Aquarius, gives you a little bit of an inkling of a bigger story that will take you over the next 20 years um cancer cancer so you're ruled by the moon so mostly this week the moon is moving through aries taurus and gemini And for you, um, you know, Aries is something called your 10th sign. So you sort of start the week roughly, you know, it was a little bit in Pisces at the beginning of Monday. But through the 10th, your career, your ambitions, your direction in life, 11th friends and community. And then, you know, as you get to the weekend, the moon goes into Gemini, so you might find that in spite of some of the bigger uh, strokes in the astrology this weekend, it's a time to go within. It's a time to rest. It's a time to reflect. It's a time to meditate, and then you have a little bit of a new beginning when the when the moon goes into Cancer on Monday. That said, uh, it is you're coming to the end of a major time in your life. So I don't know if this is going to make sense, but Cancer is a cardinal sign, and if you were to follow this line across the zodiac. We hit Capricorn, so Capricorn is the opposite side of the zodiac from you. On either side, so on the bottom of your astrology is Libra. Wait, let's we'll see if that's correct. Um, Cancer, yep, Libra, Cap. Libra. And then on the top of your astrology is um, Aries. So these four signs are the, are the structural points of your life. They are the four directions of your life, the four pillars of your life. And they hold up your life so in 2008 pluto went to capricorn and began a 16-year process of deconstructing and for some of you demolishing one of these structural points in your life relationship so that you can rebuild it again i've said this for the other signs and i'll say it again for you pluto's time in in and for everybody's intensely personal of course, as a collective experience, of course, there are these um, archetypes and themes that we all experience through Pluto. But your relationship with Pluto is intensely personal. It's based on your own personal astrology, where Pluto was when you were born, and your own, um, you know, karma and, and the journey of your soul. So what have you learned about relationship in all of its forms over the last 16 years? And it's possible that relationships as sort of a broader construct of your life look nothing like they did 16 years ago. And maybe Cancer, especially if you're Cancer Sun, um, you know, it's maybe there have been some really difficult moments over the last decade as Pluto opposed you and maybe even opposed some of your personal planets. It is the shift, of major shift of seasons, as Pluto goes into, uh, gosh, Aquarius, and it goes into your eighth. The eighth is the space where we do the deeper emotional work. It is a deconstruction of something that's intensely hidden. It's your psyche. It's you know your emotions, your deeper emotions, even, even your deeper self. It really depends on who you are and maybe you've you've already excavated parts of your deep self maybe you haven't but the most important thing is that you really take pluto by the hand and see what pluto is trying to reveal to you not just this weekend but over the coming years um leo leo so we have our capricorn season so for you capricorn is something called your sixth sign so especially this is a bit of a busy season for you mars is in capricorn really focusing on your day-to-day life getting everything organized and cleaned up that said we are on the cusp of a major shift of seasons leo you did have pluto in 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 a Capricorn since 2008, and maybe aspects of your day-to-day life, the systems that run your life, your relationship with your body, your relationship with your health and wellness look nothing as they did 16 years ago. Of course, people change, people grow older, health changes. It's not to say that this is so, so literal, it's maybe it's more about the deeper points in your relationship with your body, in your physical health and wellness. That begins to change, and you got your first inkling of this last year, but but Pluto's going to Aquarius. And I said this for Cancer, and I'll say it for you, although they're sort of passing the baton to you. If you could see on one side of the Zodiac is you, Leo. If I draw a line to the other side of the Zodiac, I see Aquarius. And then you have the other two fixed signs, uh, Scorpio on the bottom, Taurus on the top, these four signs, the four fixed signs, are the four structural points of your life, the four the four pillars of your life, career, you, relationship, family. So Pluto going to the Aquarius is Pluto going into a space that is a very structural space for you. The thing about Pluto is that it's intensely personal. Of course, there's a broader collective experience. Of course, there are archetypes and themes that we can all relate to. But Pluto going into Aquarius is the start of a deconstruction phase. And for some of you, I have to be real, a demolishing phase around relationship. Whether it means like, I hate people. What are you talking about, Katie? I never wanna be in a relationship. It doesn't mean necessarily romantic relationships, but we need connection. We need other people. Something is beginning to shift. This is the start of a new season in your life. It's for you to sort of look for the themes that are part of this, a part of this transit. For example, the sun, you, is going into Aquarius on the 20th, right after Pluto. You will have the sun pluto conjunction on the 20th so maybe it's a little bit of an intense weekend it's not to necessarily say that anything is going to happen but it's just for you to sit with pluto what is pluto trying to reveal to you about relationship connection power and control and the things that maybe need to deconstruct or demolish because they are past their time pluto likes to clear space so that something new can come in Um, what's well, after Leo? Virgo, Virgo, so Mercury is your planet, it's back into Capricorn as of a couple of days ago. Capricorn is something called your fifth sign. So, on a very mundane level, this is about really focusing on your creativity, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, the things that make you you. Mercury is also in the same space as Pluto, although for not much longer. Pluto went into Capricorn in January of 2008 and began a 16-year process of deconstructing and reconstructing, and for some of you, a demolishing of who you thought you were so that what can be stripped away reveals who you truly are. It's for you to go back and reflect on the person that you were at the start of 2008. I realize 16 years ago is a long time ago, but this has been a deep work around the self and maybe even looking at where, you know, you can be a little self-destructive. We all were all in some way self-destructive. Pluto is leaving the space. What have you learned? It's now going into Aquarius. You're six. The six is a space that really talks about some of the most mundane things about being a human being and a physical body. We need to make sure that our lives have systems, meaning a schedule, a routine, a sense of flow, a sense of like this is how our day goes. We get up, we brush our teeth, we take the dog for the walk, we make our coffee, we go to work, we do we make sure the bills get paid. I realize this does not sound glamorous, but... Pluto on some broader level is saying, what is your relationship with the day to day life? What is your relationship with the details? And you're thinking, I'm a Virgo, I'm on top of the details. But Pluto is a very intensely personal, like our experience with Pluto is intensely personal. And it also depends on your own astrology. So for some of you, it is the start of a major change in how you occupy your day to day life. Maybe you start making major changes. Maybe you start making major changes in your health, your diet, uh, how you occupy your body, your relationship with your body. Maybe you're like, I don't want to be here, but Pluto's like, we need to look at this. You're here in a body for a reason. Um, maybe you're you make some profoundly positive changes in your your diet. You know, so how you take your body and how you run your body. But it's for you to start to see what is the shift point for you. It may, you know, it's going to be very personal. It may not be completely obvious at first, but something. And I, I'm a big believer of taking this energy and working with it. The thing about Pluto is that it's non-negotiable. You can't make Pluto go away. You can't ignore Pluto. But you can use Pluto to make overdue changes. Overdue structural changes in your life. Overdue changes in how you occupy the, your day-to-day affairs. Cleaning things out. For some of you, it's it's a major transition point you know maybe it's the end of an addiction maybe it's a it's a shift into to to a routine with fitness and and um whatever you know that's the thing about this part part of the chart is that it's intensely personal it's for you to see what pluto is revealing to you um libra libra so this is you're coming to the end of a major chapter of your life so pluto is leaving capricorn capricorn is something called your fourth the fourth is the base and foundation of your astrology we have talked about this over the past months and even years so if you could see pluto it's it's been at the bottom the root of your chart for the over a decade and Pluto, when I went into Capricorn in 2008, and of course, this is going to be personal to you, Pluto started a work of deconstruction and demolition at the foot of your chart. And it's maybe it's a deep psychic work and excavation around home and family. Maybe it was a move. Maybe you cut your family out. Maybe you made positive changes in your relationships with your family. Maybe you healed something. It's, that's the part that's intensely personal to you. It's not always easy to do deep psychic excavation. And sometimes seeing how family programming, ancestral programming, inheritances really are these things that we psychically carry around. And for some of you, it's been a deeper look at how you are getting your needs met. As you wrap that up, it's to now start to look at where the story is headed and it's pointing towards the self, fifth. Aquarius is something called your fifth sign. And I personally love the fifth. The fifth is where we really get to really discover who we truly are. Who are you? We've well, just spent 15, 16 years deconstructing the past, deconstructing family, deconstructing things that often get in the way of who we truly are. And so now the deconstruction, you know, begins on this this construct, this the sense of self. And I can assure you, a lot of us are walking around planet Earth and we have no clue who we truly are because a lot of it is programming. That said, Pluto's time in Aquarius will be intensely personal for you. It depends on your own personal astrology. It depends, it depends on where Pluto was when you were born. And it also depends on your soul and your, your level of consciousness and your experiences and the lessons that you came here to learn. So this could be the start of a couple of decades of you transforming who you really are for you to open up to your talents gifts and abilities in new ways Um, but it's for you to pay attention to where uh where what pluto is trying to reveal to you because pluto holds a mirror to us so that we can see the things about ourselves that we can't typically see it's the work of consciousness means that we first need to 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 take a look at our unconsciousness and that is the deeper work around Pluto. Scorpio, Scorpio. So it is the start of a major chapter in your life. Let's rewind Pluto. And if you use modern um, modern rulers, I, I use traditional rulers, but some of you use Pluto as the ruler of, of Scorpio. Nevertheless, Pluto's time in Capricorn since 2008 has been a deep excavation of how you use your voice. Pluto is like calling the plumbers it's like Pluto showed up in January 2008 and said Scorpio I see that you have a clog in your voice here let me help that's the thing Pluto's an evolutionary planet It's trying to get us to grow and evolve by any means possible it was a deconstruction and reconstruction of how you speak listen learn and think now the baton gets passed to Aquarius and Aquarius is the base and foundation of your astrology. Think about the base and foundation. It holds the weight. It also contains in the case of the fourth, which is the foundation Aquarius, it's past, it's memories, it's family, it's mom and dad, it's ancestors. It's that emotional root. It's that feeling safe. It's you really feeling your incarnation and legacy in the past. And so every Scorpio is going to live this time differently, but it's a shift in seasons for you. If you are old enough to remember 83, 84, when Pluto went uh, into Scorpio, that is the last major shift of seasons for you. I know 40 years ago. Every Scorpio is going to live this time differently. For some is the start of a deep psychic work, a deep psychic excavation around home and family in the past and memory. For some Scorpios, it's a move, maybe not right away, but a major symbolic move that represents a shift in your relationship with the past and your shift in your relationship with home and family. For some Scorpios, it is a deeper work and a need to actually do the work around home and family because something has not been dealt with and Pluto is happy to hold the mirror to us. The funny thing about being Scorpios, and even though we are technically the sign of transformation, is that we will only transform when we are good and ready and when we are the boss of that transformation. But the thing about Pluto is that it's non-negotiable. We are not in charge. We can just we can work, we can hold space, we can listen, we can grow and evolve, but we are not the boss of Pluto. That's the thing. So it is symbolically a death and rebirth, but it's for you to see how that is starting in your life. And especially as we go into this weekend with the sun going into Aquarius as well, what this means for you around home and family, living situation, household, past and memory, and mom and dad, um, Sagittarius, Sagittarius. So you are wrapping up a 16 year chapter of doing a lot of deep work around money income your material life the second which is where Capricorn is in your astrology where Pluto has been since January 2008 is one of those fun like nuts and bolts places in our astrology it's very earthy it's like the things you own the things you buy the, what your, your concept of value and worth but also money in the bank food in the kitchen and roof over your head what have you learned about money and income over the last 16 years pluto going into aquarius is going into a space that is has a bit of an affinity with sagittarius now sagittarius is a big picture sign it's it's what do you believe in like you know how do you see the world it's travel exploration it's you know it's philosophy pluto going into aquarius is the beginning of a 20-year chapter yes 20 years where you are excavating your voice For some, it literally means getting into the root of how you speak, how you listen, how you learn. What is blocking that? Do you use the power and authority of your voice? Do you use your mind? Sagittarius is typically a smarty pants sign, and maybe your relationship with your mind, how you think, how you listen and learn, will profoundly transform over the next two decades. For some of you, it's the start of a manuscript. For some of you, it's the start of a major uh, educational period of your life. Um, for some of you, it's a little bit more conceptual, meaning how you, how you speak and listen, how you think, how you conceptualize things, will be profoundly different over the coming years. But it's for you to start to see what Pluto is revealing to you as you go into the weekend and other major points throughout the year. Capricorn. Happy birthday, Capricorn. I know that we are in the final stretch of Capricorn season and um, don't pop Champagne bottles yet. you know, Pluto doesn't finally leave Aquarius until November 19th of this year, but this is one of those last times that Pluto will be in Capricorn is this week. In 2008, in January 2008, Uh, Pluto went into Capricorn, and for some of you, it was the start of a major shift and transformation in your life. And for some of you, 2008 is, is sort of ground zero, quote unquote, for certain events of your life, 2008, 2009. It has not been easy having Pluto in Capricorn because Capricorn is a matter and material sign and Pluto really does talk about deconstruction and reconstruction and transformation. It is to reflect back on the life you had in 2008, the person that you were in 2008. I realize that's 16 years, a long time ago. And the person in the life, the person that you've become, the life that you've made over the last 16 years. Now things change. Pluto going to Aquarius. Aquarius is your money science, it's your relationship with money, the material world, it's the food, money, the. Uh, money in the bank, food in the kitchen, and a roof over your head. It's also your conceptual idea of value and worth and even self-worth. We're human beings. We still need the basics, regardless of who we are and where we are. We need shelter, we need food, but value and worth can sometimes be very subjective. That said, something about your financial life begins to shift and change. Over the next coming years it's for you to see what is Pluto starting to reveal to you over the weekend and, and, and other uh, structural points throughout the year you Mars going to Aquarius on February 13th of this year, um, but that said, you know. I would go back and look at the past few years. Saturn was an Aquarius. What breadcrumbs did Saturn leave for you? Because um, to March 2020 to March 2023 was a time where it was about money and finance, value and worth, um, assets, investments, um, and how that is setting you up for something bigger. You know, Pluto can also be wealth. It can be power. It can be great wealth. It doesn't, you know, it's to really see what needs to deconstruct and reconstruct, and what needs to transform in your life. Aquarius, Aquarius, you are in the hot seat. It's also the start of your birthday season on the 20th. Happy early birthday. Why did I say the hot seat? Because Pluto is coming to your sign. We've been talking about this for a while um we even had a preview of it last march to june 2023 pluto has not been an aquarius in your lifetime yes in your lifetime so this is new territory for aquarius as a whole it is the start of something it is the end of an old life it is the beginning of a new life it is the initiation into something and something that's something may be intensely personal it's personal to your own astrology it's personal to where pluto was when you were born It is personal to your own soul's journey throughout your many lifetimes if you even believe that So what is deconstructing? What is shifting? Where do you see the the tectonic plates starting to move in your life? I know it is your birthday season, but it is a birthday season that is right alongside Pluto. And especially if your birthday is the 20th, the 21st, the 22nd, I would pay very close attention to Pluto because it's going to be with you over the next coming years. And it may mean that 2024 is a major shift point in your life. Saturn is, um, you know, Saturn is your money planet, and so it's it's sort of bringing the energy over to money and finance. And i you know, this won't necessarily be relevant to everybody, but it's to also see how the opening of Pluto's time in Aquarius also speaks to your relationship with money and income, material stability and security. even value and worth and I would also see where you know when Mars gets into Aquarius on um, February 13th how that is another initiation into this new chapter in your life finally Pisces so Pisces let's go back to 2008 Pluto went to Aquarius, not Aquarius, Pluto went to Capricorn, and Capricorn is your sign, your what's called your 11th sign. It's community, society, humanity, friends, social issues, social causes. You know, Pluto in this part of your chart over the last decade plus, it's a broader stroke place in your astrology. It's not like what I own, it's not my relationships, it's not my family. It's very transpersonal. And so maybe it's a little bit harder to see the shift point in 2008 because it really is about, like, who are you friends with? Like, what's your relationship with community? And that's maybe not as dramatic of a shift as it is in other parts of your life. But Pluto is handing the baton, or rather it's going from Capricorn to Aquarius. And Aquarius is something called your 12th sign. So the twelfth is is not an obvious place. It's hidden. It's it's it represents the the finality of life. It's the end of life. I know you're like what the end of life? It's like you're living in a space, and then one day a door appears. And so maybe Pluto going into Aquarius this weekend is the door appearing, even if you don't quite see it, even if it's just a dream. Maybe you're having intense dreams at the moment, because Pluto is initiating you into a time in your life where you need to go into your unconscious you need to go into a space that you can't typically see it's hidden it's also spiritual the 12th is the most spiritual place in the chart it takes us out of our physical lives and it opens us up into something beyond so for you pisces the next you know 10 20 years it's not going to be so obvious like it is for some of the other signs But for some of you, it is the beginning of a big spiritual shift in your life, a a, a shift in how you see things, a shift in what you believe in, a shift in something that's very deeply internal. And it's for you to find your your inner power, your inner strength, but also for you to clear away anything that's in in the way of you making that reconnection back to source. You know, I see the 12th and, and I see Pisces as the bridge to the world beyond. But again, and I said this for the other zodiac signs, your experience with Pluto is intensely personal is is based on where Pluto was when you were born in your personal astrology. um, What, what, where, where, um, you know, your own soul, your own experiences with transformation, your own experiences with the unconscious, the hidden dreams, intuition, and spirituality. So it's to start to listen pisces start to see how aquarius season the sun going into aquarius and even mars going to aquarius on february 13th gives you a more subtle connection a more intuitive connection to the deeper work that pluto is doing over the next 20 years so sorry i'd like cram that all in it's so much to talk about so i appreciate you all i know this is tuesday it's not monday but you know gotta be flexible sometimes especially when the airlines are not working out for me and um, I will see you all next week on Monday, proper time. And um, I'm sure we have a lot to, to, to pa- unpack around Pluto in Aquarius and um, how maybe we can see some, some themes starting to emerge. So follow me online, empoweringastrology.com. Some of you are my clients. Some of you book a consultation with me. We can learn more one-on-one where Pluto in Aquarius is for you. So until next week, take care and bye-bye.